Hey, turn up the volume on your radios, phones, tablets, whatever you listen to this on. You listen to a brand new episode of One on One with KB1, starring me, your host, Walter Burchett, the author of Be a Man and the Be a Man book series. People, let's get this party started. Welcome back, my people. You're listening to the one-on-one with KB1 podcast. I am your host, Walter Burchett, the published author of Be A Man and the Be A Man book series. It ain't a series yet, but currently working on number two and I also got my blog going so you can get some free content on my blog. So I guess I can say that it is part of a series at this point. But yeah, people, thank you for being a part of what I got going on in my world right now. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And today I'm going to do like I've been doing for the re- all of season two is trying to give back, try to pass on some knowledge. Hopefully somebody can take something from this and either enact it or um, pass it on to somebody that they know may need it. Um, I was pleased today to give one of my business cards to a customer who was purchasing a book and uh, obviously it wasn't my book because my the company that I work for doesn't sell my books in the stores because it's a, fic- a fictional book but anyway um, she said that her nephew has cancer and um, he has cancer and she bought him a book so he can read it was like a, a Nike book or, or how Phil Knight made uh, his, his millions with Nike Anyway, um, nonetheless, Be A Man and the Be A Man book series is available um, on website wburchett3.home.blog. But anyway, I'm trying to give people some, some tidbits or advice that they can take in their lives so they can not only better themselves, but better um, the world as well. So that's what season two is, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I, I think I like this. I li- I'd like this platform to do. And um, like every other day, I have a new idea. And um, I'm trying to get this out as, as quickly and, and, pos- and fast as possible. So um, I'm, I'm redoing this podcast today because I think I had, I, I, I think the last podcast I did on this topic, it was good. But I didn't want to release it because I wanted to get some more updated information. But this uh, last week we got some updated information, and I'm happy to, to, to talk about it today. It's, it's not much. It's not a, a somber mood. It's going to be more uplifting now since we know that everything's good. And what I'm talking about is a couple weeks ago um, I watched the Daytona 500, one of four or five NASCAR races I will watch from start to finish throughout the NASCAR season and I was happy to watch it and it came down to a very close finish um, the guy that I pulled for is Denny Hamlin um, pretty cool driver um, I don't think he's ever won a championship or anything but he's won plenty of races throughout his career and um, to see Denny Hamlin um, in victory lane on Daytona 500 Sunday uh, was pretty cool 
Um, however, if you saw the race, and this is the 2020 Daytona 500, if you're listening to this in the past, in the, in the future here, um, the, the Daytona 500 2020 came down to basically the last lap where Ryan Newman was leading. There was another car. I, I forgot what what number what uh, name was on it. Number twenty, number twelve was on the car, and then uh, hell, it might have been number two. I can't remember, but Ryan Newman was first. There was another car, number t- uh, number twelve, I think. Second place, and then third place was Denny Hamlin. They coming down turn four, approaching the start finish line. Ryan Newman gets loose. Uh, the car behind him hits him in the butt. Ryan slides over to the wall, hits the nose first. Car goes airborne, uh, gets T-boned upside down on the driver's side. Slides across the start-finish line. Um, I think in ninth place after all the aftermath went through. And then car caught on fire. So, man, it was a it was a, a, a scary, scary scene, man. Um, watching that, and I'm watching this with my kids on a Monday afternoon. So, I, yeah, I got to mention that because it, it rained on Sunday. It was a Monday afternoon. Watched it. It's great. It was a great race all the way from start to finish. And to see that at the very end is like really scary because 19 years ago we lost Dale Earnhardt and this was before I was a race fan and I didn't know the impact that Earnhardt had on the sport but since then I you know that, that's that's a that's a big one and the fact that Ryan Newman and I know the name Ryan Newman um, he's been around a long time the guy's only a few years older than I am he's got two little girls um, he and his wife had just separated like the week before so for this situation to pop up and Ryan Newman, he man almost lost his life. Almost lost his life. But um, the fact of the matter is uh, uh, went across the start finish line on fire um, and scary, horrible situation. I thought uh, everybody thought the worst. I mean, even after two hours, two hours after the race, they still um won't say him much saying that Ryan he was uh, he I don't even I don't even think they say he was okay. They said they got him out the car but they didn't say he was dead. So that was a good sign. But an even better sign was uh was a day or two later he walked out the hospital. Didn't look like he had on those damn shoes, but he walked out the hospital holding his two little girls' hands. So um his his estranged wife I, I suppose posted on her Twitter page, but, um, that whole situation got me thinking, my God, this man and several others before him lost, could, um, could have lost their lives if it wasn't for the technology in these, uh, NASCAR stock cars. Um, like I said, we, we lost Dale Earnhardt far too soon back in 2001. I was senior in high school back then. We hadn't had a, a death in a NASCAR or stock car on the big race at least since then so if you haven't seen the damn wreck just search Ryan Newman crash um, 
Daytona 500 2020 on YouTube, wherever. You'll see it. It was a it was a big stinking one. It was it was scary. It was scary. So, and uh, for what for what it's worth, I mean, we just lost uh, Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Just lost him um, just a couple weeks, a few like three weeks before, and then the fact that uh, this racing um, champion—I mean, he wasn't a champion of the, the season, but he's won several races. Again, he's been he's been in NASCAR for better part of uh, 20 years now. Um, it was it was kind of it was really scary, really scary situation. And the reason why I bring up NASCAR and bring this up with two two reasons. I'm a black guy who loves NASCAR. Um, I, I'm not a not a super ultra fan where I'll watch um, NASCAR every Sunday. But if NASCAR is on and I ain't got nothing to do. I'll watch a race, but there are f- at least four races I'll watch every year. Daytona 500. Uh, uh, shoot. Daytona 500. The race in Charlotte. It's usually the Coca-Cola 600. Um, race at Talladega. And pr- probably another race at, uh, at Daytona where they do it later in the year. So it just depends on what's going on, how, how things are going. I wish there were still a whole lot of racetracks, stock car racetracks around here in North Carolina. Um, I, a couple of years ago, we went to um, Ash, yeah, we went to Boone, Tweets Railroad, and uh, we passed by the North uh, Wilkesboro racetrack, which has been decommissioned by NASCAR. I don't even know if they still race there, but the fact that you know, there's a racetrack right there, and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. North Carolina was the, the home of NASCAR racing for years and the fact that uh, we don't have as many races as we used to have back in back during the time when Mr. Um, number 43 was racing how about the King Richard Petty so but nonetheless NASCAR is a more of a mainstream sport now and um, the fact that February has come to an end and I've learned about Wendell Scott the first black race car driver to win a race in NASCAR Cup Series. Um, I I don't know much about the history of NASCAR, but I do know it's obviously a predominantly white sport. And there's been a lot of racism thrown at black drivers over years, even when I was in high school um, and going to college. uh, There was one black driver who used to drive for the waste management team. And I heard some white guys say something like, uh, yeah, you got a trash driver driving uh, for the trash team. Or some some racist crap like that. So it's it's unfortunate that we still got to, you know, go through life with this, um, with racism. Because skin color prejudice is just so archaic. But, you know, it still exists and it's a shame. But at the same time, um, got to do the best that we possibly can do to get people to understand that uh, NASCAR is a pretty cool sport. It's a pretty... I I enjoy NASCAR just as much. Well, I ain't going to say just as much, but uh, I could actually watch NASCAR and be excited about every lap versus baseball, which is the sport I love the most. And I could fall asleep on a baseball game so quick and so fast because it's so... 
quote unquote boring. So even though it's not boring to me, it's it's a boring it's boring to my body. If that makes any sense. But that big crash in Daytona 500 2020 um, got me to think a little bit, man. Um, life is real, real short. And we've lost some, some good people already this year. Luckily, Ryan Newman wasn't one of them. Um, but the fact of the matter that because life is short, people gotta we gotta do we gotta do the right thing when it comes to oh in the middle of a yawn here in the middle of my um <laughs> my podcast uh we gotta do the right thing when it comes to um living our best lives and no matter who you are where you come from what your financial background is we got a long way to go when it comes to taking care of business and what I mean by that is um, we as Americans in this country we're fat and lazy we are fat and lazy when I wake up in the morning I could either go work out do some push ups sit ups whatever in my office or in my garage or whatever or I can pick up a controller and play a video game or I go write do whatever my passion is or I can go downstairs and eat a bunch of junk food or I can go out and walk around the block you know four or five times wherever it makes gets to make uh, three miles so what I'm getting at people is I'm not just talking about you or your neighbors or your friends or your parents or your siblings I'm talking about me too I'm talking about Walter Burchett, published author of Be a Man and the Be a Man book series. I'm talking about Joe Blow, who lives right beside me or across the street from me. I'm talking about Janet Blow, who lives up um, in Wisconsin somewhere. I'm talking about I'm talking about everybody who's listening. We lazy. We are lazy. We've been lazy for a long while, and. We wait until it's the last possible minute to try to figure something out, figure something out on how to better ourselves or better our lives, and that's not the way that it should be. We need to focus, people. We need to do what we need to do in order to make our lives and make our world a better place. Now. I will say I got a lot of good things going for me. I got my um, my book going. I got my podcast here. I'm doing my blog. I'm actually starting um, to think about another book idea, um, uh, a book of uh, short stories based on the Be a Man um, ser- book series. More to come on that. But I got a lot of things going that it's got me very sedentary. But in order for me to live my best life, I gotta go to the the old Walter can't sleep for four hours unless he um, can't get his stuff done, and that's okay. I, I, I'll figure it. I'll figure out how to get some of this stuff done, these things done. But I gotta stop being fat and lazy. I gotta figure out how to 
and I've talked about this in previous podcasts, get a, get a hobby, do something um, constructive, give back to the community, um, teach my kids, be a family man, be all this other stuff, and do the right things. Uh, it sounds like in, in work, pay bills, and that sounds like I got a lot of stuff to do, and it's only 24 hours in a day. So, what I'm trying to say is, don't stretch yourself too thin, because if you do, you're going to hurt yourself, or you're going to hurt somebody. But, you got to stop being fat and lazy, because we people who say they don't have time to do stuff, how much time you spend streaming uh, video, streaming movies and videos on Netflix and whatever you whatever you watch, whatever you see on TV. Now, yeah, you're working eight hours a day. Um, you come home, you might live for uh, two, three hours in the morning, two, three hours at night before you go to sleep. Yeah, I get it. Working 40 hours a week, it can be taxing on you. But also at the same, or if you're one of those people who work 12-hour shifts, which absolutely, positively suck, because I've done it before, never do it again. You got to think about it, man. It's um, you got to find time for you. You got to find time for your people, and you got to find time to give back. And unfortunately, I learned about quote unquote not giving back real early in my adult life because I was working 12-hour shifts. You work in 12-hour shifts, you can't really give back on a day-in, a day-out basis or a once-in-a-while type basis. But my whole thing about living your best life, Wendell Scott, he tried to live his best life in a time where people didn't want him to race he went to racetracks and people's and he had his his car that he built and modified or whatever and they said you can't race here but your car can as long as you got a white boy driving and you think about that this stuff happened 50 60 years ago this man trying to live his best life doing what he loved, racing. And people were, were, were so racist when they did let them race on the racetracks, they were wrecking them on purpose. Wrecking them on purpose. So, this man did, did his best to live his best life. Nowadays, we don't have that, that shroud of of racism like we did back then. I mean, back then, it was all out in your face. They'll tell you to your face, no, you can't race here because you're black. These days, you might not be able to live in a, a certain neighborhood or they might not show you a certain neighborhood because you're black. But, you know, we, we keep progressing. We're going to live our best life eventually. I can guarantee you that. But also at the same time, what I enjoy more than anything in the world is making sure that I'm able to to live my best life and I gotta figure out how I can get everybody in my world to 
give their best life to. So. Anyway, people, and all my listeners to the One on One with KB One podcast, I want to thank everybody for listening, and I want to make sure that all of y'all, everybody, you're doing your thing to live your best life. Because if you're not trying to live your best life, then what are you doing? Why are you here? Why are you trying to? Uh, I don't want to say you hurt yourself. Why are you trying to hold yourself back? Not trying to achieve your ultimate goals. That's a shame. That is a low down, dirty shame. So, everybody take care of yourselves, man. Check me out on all social media platforms. WBirdChat3. This is my NASCAR podcast. If you want to get at me about some NASCAR stuff, hit me up. I also love baseball, basketball, football, too. But yeah, I'm a NASCAR guy, too. Born and raised in North Carolina. All right, people. That's enough for me talking about different things. Everybody, live your best life. My name is Walter Burchett, and I am out.